0: Newcastle's best childhood centres, The Little Unicorn. Explore, play, discover, grow. Enrol now. Supporting Newcastle's only mum's radio show. I Got It From My Mama with Beck and Sarge.
1: Hello, it's Sarge. Welcome to I Got It From My Mama. How are you, mama? I'm a bit exhausted. Uh, just spent 24 hours in uh, emergency gastro. I ate pea and ham soup that had been left on the bench for one day too long. This week is all about selling your house. I'm going to talk to from The Block who is relocating to Byron Bay and selling a house that she built with her husband Brad who you know from The Block and she thought it would be her forever home but that wasn't the case and we're also going to talk to Annette Pinkerton from One Agency and she'll give us some insider tips on getting the most for your property.
0: This is the I Got It From My Mama podcast.
1: Big shout out and thank you to our sponsors, The Little Unicorn. They offer quality early childhood education for children aged between six weeks and five years of age. With a focus on fun, play based learning, The Little Unicorn centers have been designed with your child in mind. My little nine month old Lily goes to The Little Unicorn Broad There's also Honeysuckle and soon to be Charlestown Square. But I love the Story Park app because it's on my phone and well, I'm here at work, it keeps me up to date with what little Lily is doing. And so I can go about my day and still enjoy her and her day. Visit the Little Unicorn website today. The Little Unicorn Explore, Play, Discover, Grow. Let's talk about selling a house, Lara, from the block. You're doing it at the moment. Um, how do we do this, sell our houses? Obviously, a lot of us have deep uh, emotional connections to houses too. What are your top tips?
2: Oh, don't talk about a deep connection.
1: Connection. I'm, uh, I'm
2: about to cry because we're cleaning it up at the moment.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Because you guys, like, tell us the story of this house, you know, you built it together and it was everything that you yep. ever dreamed, right? It's made for you. Oh, my
2: gosh. It was, a, um, it was our forever home. We relocated it from Merriweather yep. up to Bishop's Bridge. We, we got married, um, had our reception on this little farm, Spent four years doing the house up, lived in it for about 18 months, moved up to Byron for two years and then decided to sell it.
1: (laughs) I didn't even know that you relocated it from Meriwether.
2: Yeah, yeah. um, I think I sort of recall it. Yeah, about four or five houses down from the Beach Hotel, there was this um, purpley grey, more purple than any um, little beautiful um, Federation house and... We got we bought it for a thousand dollars and then moved it what? up here. What? Oh yeah, that's yep. so
0: crazy.
1: How did that even come about that you bought that no. and like for a thousand dollars? Like, what went on there? It was
2: in it, it was in the paper and Brad's dad found it and bought it and said, "Do you guys uh, want it?" And obviously, the moving cost is <laughs> yeah. where it gets. Yeah. I and mean, most people actually put their house up for free because for them oh. to demolish it and get rid of it could cost them twenty grand. Or, oh, of you know, course, like, yeah. So, if people are wanting to clear a house and, you know, rebuild, this is an easy way to get rid of their house for free or make some money. If it's a good house, they can can put some money on it.
1: Gee, that's absolutely incredible. So, you guys, obviously, you decided to make the move to relocate and um, what's this process been like for you of selling a house and what are some observations that you've had during it?
2: Oh, look... It's a, it's a tough one because where we are, we're at Bishop's Bridge on 60 acres, so it's not for everybody. So yeah. you, Look, and we built this house for us. We're going to live here forever. So everything we loved at the time and it still looks beautiful, We yeah, it was for us. So, yeah, it's, it, and it's not that great of a time for selling either. So it has taken, I think it's been about nine months on the market
1: um, wow. Okay. And you did? you just yeah. say, "Look, we're gonna um, try and sell the house for this price, and then we're just going to um, just hold out for the right buyer"? Yeah. Essentially, that's what you did. That's yeah. why it took a bit longer. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. That's cool.
2: Yeah. And that's right. We, we so we weren't in a rush. Okay. To, like to sell, and we didn't need to. We hadn't bought, and um, we were didn't have a time restraint, so that made it really easy. So the I feel sorry for the poor people that you know. Um, buy a house, but they've got their house in the market and it doesn't sell and you've got two mortgages. So we weren't under those constraints. So we well, were all good to have it on for nine months. It I, didn't worry us. So we get- had friends living in it.
1: I think some people have that anxiety, right? If it doesn't sell straight away, then I'm not going to be able to sell it, um, so to speak. And then they jump, you know, on any offer. I guess it's a little bit like when you were younger at the pub and there weren't many guys left. And then you just sort of like picked one. Um, but then you could, if, if, if you could go back to the pub the next night, you could have found the man of your dreams. It's a little bit like that, isn't it? Just having the confidence to say, hey, this is what we think the property is worth. And we're just going to um, hold out for that.
2: And that person mightn't have been on the market. And you know what? The the people who have bought our our, our house, they weren't in the market. Exactly. Nine months ago. Yeah, right. You know, it's exactly like.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And so what do you think is it that (laughs) makes someone, I feel like we're going on this tangent now, what makes someone fall in love with a house?
2: You know, like as soon as you walk into someone's house, you can feel it, like if, if it's for you or not. And that's the thing, like, yeah, if if you if you don't truly love it, and both parties don't truly love it, then then you you're not going to be happy there. So, but I feel I, I reckon as soon as you walk through that door, if you have a good vibe, and you, you know, it's homely and and all those kind of things, then yeah, I, I, you, I guess you just know.
1: Yeah, see, it's weird. I, I just haven't found anyone that could put a point on it, you know. Like the house that we bought, I walked into it. It had the worst backyard, like that was no good for our border collie and all this stuff was wrong and I was like, I want this house. I don't understand what it was that made me go, yes. Well,
2: that's right. It could be the worst house and it could have – someone else could walk in and go, no, nah, this is not for me. I can't see – I can't even see about moving that wall or, you know, Chopping, I don't know, changing the deck, or like out the backyard. Like there might be a cubby house that's falling apart. Like the border collie can't run around. But you know, you can change. Everything's changeable.
1: Yeah, that's right. So um, tell me, in respect of your, have you bought your new
2: house yet? We are looking, and we're actually renting a house that um, up in Byron that is potentially going to be on the market soon. Okay. So we're.
1: Obviously, (laughs) like, you guys were in the block and, you know, you've got some insider ideas on how to make um, properties maybe sell a little bit quicker or make people fall in love with them or whatever. What do you think are really some good ideas are?
2: Take a heap of stuff out.
1: Okay, right. Just all your gear, like like everything, yeah.
2: Would you even go as far as
1: renting furniture or?
2: Oh, you know what? That was our, our thing with our house. It's been empty for a while. Our friends were living it, but they had to move out. So, if it was going to take a little bit longer, we actually even um, discussed renting some furniture to make it look homely. Because at the moment, when when we have people seeing it with no furniture in it, but if it, um, yeah, you've got to make it look homely, but you can't be cluttered. Okay. Everybody like I, I always read this like take so much stuff of your of your personal stuff out.
1: Yeah, right. All the books off the shelf, all that sort of things. I have heard, oh, take photos, get rid of photos, yeah.
2: Yeah, and, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, whatever. But it, does, like, it probably makes rooms bigger. Mm. Like if you had a bookshelf and it had, you know, 50 books in it, candles and all that kind of stuff, it looks good and it's personal and it's yours. But if you took that bookshelf out of a, a small living room or something like that, it might make it look bigger and seem bigger so yeah that's awesome
1: what about uh the outside like the other thing I've heard is renovate the kitchen or the bathroom or one or both if you can because and this is so bloody sexist because I'm a shit cook but um I've heard that it makes (laughs) women fall in love with a house if like the kitchen's the hero or the bathroom's a hero Uh.
2: oh everyone everyone says about the kitchen and the bathroom selling houses but You've got to love. I don't know. You've got to love the house as well. Like that's true. Yeah, if they do can, it up to
1: the nines and it's not your taste, you're like. Mm.
2: That's right. That's right. And then, but if you walked into a house that had a crappy kitchen and it's the price is a bit lower, you can probably renovate. Like that's just coming through. Like we always look at things and go, oh, we could change that, or we could, you know, move that around. So I don't know. For us, it does. Those things don't worry us because you can always. Change them and make them Yeah,
1: okay. So, right. maybe better just to keep your 40 or 50 grand and just see how you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about curb appeal and like the outdoors? Have you got any oh, look, tips about that?
2: Yeah, I, I think you've got to, you've got to. People drive past, and if they don't like the fun of your house, then they're not going to probably Jeez. go in and have a look. God, so, that that I could stop
1: someone, right? <laughs> they're just oh, going, No, I'm not that's even that's, going in.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm not even going to go in there. Like, I probably wouldn't stop. Brad, because he, you know, he can see past all that yep. kind of stuff, but lots of people can't see past the hard work, or can't mm. see past the, we, the, this house was purple, it, it was a purple and grey, <laughs> but it was 100% more purple, um, and people can't see past that, or go, oh, I can't be bothered this, I, I this To be honest,
1: I couldn't, because I can't be bothered painting, and I'd just be like, <laughs> oh, that's gross, like, if they're going to have a purple house, what the hell is going on on the inside, you know what
2: I mean? <laughs> yeah, Exactly. But so I think, yeah, if you've got something outrageous like a purple house or a yellow house or, you know, the house we're looking at now is yellow, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Brad can look past that. <laughs> it's yellow with a green roof. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's like
1: that guy in the pub, you know, with a really good personality, but, you know, he's like super overweight. You think maybe we could just go for runs together and it'd all be cool. <laughs> Oh, Lara! Thank you so much. Any last advice about selling a house for people?
2: Take your personal stuff out. Make the rooms look bigger. Still, still gotta be warmly and you know, welcoming, welcoming, and all those kind of things. But take some stuff out if you can.
1: What's on trend at the moment? A few little things that you could do would make people go, "Oh, you know, that looks like a magazine."
2: Oh I know everyone God, says oh, monochrome
1: with a, cop, a pop of color, you know.
2: Oh jeez! Uh, I think i am those last I come to ask, I ask You guys just—I really uh, feel like you guys have He's natural really
1: style anyway, your own style. So yeah, it's you know. You know it's what? Our
2: style is a bit boring. Like I'm looking around now. Every oh, our <sighs> white timber and black. You yeah. know, yeah. we don't we don't we don't go crazy, especially with trends because you. Know, You're like, oh, I'd love to do a crazy flashback in all the beautiful things that are out now. But, you know, in five years' time, are you really going
1: to like that? You are so right. I remember growing up, uh, we had this fantastic um, holiday house in Sorrento near Melbourne, which was amazing growing up, and Mum and Dad, like, did a great job to buy it. But uh, Mum had done that, you know, in the um, bathrooms (laughs) we had (laughs) – we had red striped tiles in one and then blue striped <laughs> tiles and red and blue laminate. And then we still had it till we were 18 and we were like, whoa, this has almost come back around, you know. <laughs> so uh, good on mum. She purple estipaled the TV as well. So I guess, yeah, um, yeah that that's sort of like a thing with trends, yeah. <laughs> Just maybe, right. maybe use trends in like your, your non-fixable items sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: 100%. I got it from my mama with Beck and Sarge on Apple, Spotify and NHM NewcastleHunterMamas.com
1: Annette from One Agency joins us. NHM, I got it from my mama. I'm so excited to have Annette on today because she is truly a beautiful person as well and uh, some real estate agents don't get that title as easily,
0: <laughs> Annette. Well, then that's very nice of you to say so, Mel. Thank you so much for the invitation and I'm happy to be here too.
1: Cool. So tell us, uh, you're passionate about real estate, right? And whenever I've seen you in the past, you always love to delve into a conversation and I think that uh, it's really good working and talking to people who are about passionate
0: about what they do. Yeah, you know, well, I think I was destined to be in real estate at a very early age. However, I came into it at a very mature age, and uh, I guess the main reason for that was because I was a single mum and just had that belief that I couldn't do it, uh, not having the support of a family around me. Wow, and Uh, because I knew that real estate was a lot of night times on weekends and you give that time up and I really wanted that for my children.
1: That's so interesting. I feel like if you're a man, you would never have a thought like that. But (laughs) because you're a a gracious, loving woman who cares about your kids, that was a thought that entered your mind. Absolutely. You were saying before about uh, the state of marketing and basically how you get your clients these days. I thought it was really interesting from a business Mm. point of view. You said that you think that we live in a society where people don't really care about each other expand oh, yeah. on that
0: look I really believe that there is an old saying um and this saying's been around for a long time and that is that people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care but that is so much more prevalent in this day and age than it ever was before, in my opinion, because we always had a very close-knit family or the neighbours used to chat over the back fence. There were people around to be able to support you. And I think our society, everyone is so busy, cost of living has gone up. Now it's virtually impossible to have just one family member or one income in the family. That's right, Everyone yeah. goes out yeah. to work. Yeah, yeah. And things suffer and what's suffering is the communication between all of us, our neighbours, our family, our extended family and everyone is just, I really believe that a lot of people think that no one cares about them.
1: Yeah, and uh, we find the same from NHM in terms of our brand that people that work with us or want to work with us. They know that we're good people, they know that we've done good work and they've seen it, they've worked with us before Mm. and it is, it's just personal
0: referral. Well, see, people will do business with you when they know you, like you and trust you and that's even stronger for a real estate agent because if they don't know you to begin with, well, you've got no chance. If they don't like you, (laughs) you've got no chance. (laughs) And even if you've got both of those things but they don't trust you, well, then there's no relationship. Can you take us through what you would do as
1: someone who was about to sell their house? What what would you look into uh, doing some of the things? like I have heard in the past that do up the kitchen and the bathroom mm. or one of those uh, to get a higher price, always have a neat yard. Just
0: your top tips like that? Most times I would say yes because kitchens and bathrooms sell houses. Yeah but it's not always the case. Okay. Yeah. It really does depend yeah. on the circumstances. And and so going in, having a look at the house, and it comes back to the demand of the property and what kind of buyers are in the market at the time. For example, if there's a lot of first-time buyers in the market and not much of anybody else, well, then it makes sense not to do the renovation oh, okay. because they can't afford to buy the house once you've done the renovation. Okay. It takes them to the next price bracket, But if there's lots of, and generally speaking, first home buyers are younger, so they're more virile, they've got the energy, they've got the vision, and they're willing to take the bull by the horns and do it their way anyway.
1: Whereas on the flip side of things, uh, I know uh, people who flipped our house and we bought it from them, and then they bought one in Meriwether Street, Mm -hmm. and uh, they just recently sold that, which I thought they would never get it. Um, And that's for those listening uh, overseas or in other parts of Australia, that's a fancy suburb in Newcastle. Uh, They sold it for $3.2 million, and I couldn't Mm -hmm. believe it. And they'd bought it for 800 and something thousand. So, what sort of risk are people taking when they do those huge renovations?
0: If they've got the money and they've got the 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 ability to be able to do it, whether they do it themselves or whether they get a trade to do it for them, if they've got that resource, it's not going to be a risk. Okay, right. Because they're always going to get their money back. Generally speaking, we say for every dollar that you spend on renovations, it's worth at least two to three. If you're smart, it's going to be three. Wow, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's
1: in terms of people doing renovations to their house as well when they want to sell it Absolutely. further down the track. Yeah. 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 And yeah. Are, the, are the banks still cool about that these days, about giving you money to do renovations? or It's a really hard market, isn't Look, it, for The that? banks
0: have really cooled off a lot as far as loans are concerned, um, whether it be for renovations, whether it's for in, uh, very, very hard on investors at the moment. So most of our investors have left the market at the moment. Okay, yeah. Now they're not – now they're – not com- they're not pushing the market up. Okay. And you'll see this right across the country and, of yep. course, in the major cities. So in Sydney and Melbourne, you get the on-flow through the rest of the country as well. So how's that affecting people selling their houses at the moment? Well, it's been really interesting because we've seen this increase in pricing going up and up and up. Yeah. And especially like what you've just mentioned, doing the renovation. And if you're doing a renovation in a climbing market, well, then your dollars are going to get you a lot more returns. Yeah. So we've noticed that the it's been going up and up for, for years. Yeah. 2017 was actually the peak of our market. And since then, it's been coming back. All right. Who's coming to the market at the moment. There were a lot of um, sellers who were holding off, holding off, holding off for the very peak of the market. Okay. But they've missed it now. Okay. And then they go, well, I don't think I really want to come to the market now because I've missed it. And I think there was a report only a couple of weeks ago. I read a report a couple of weeks ago that said that 73% of all sellers still think that the market is going up.
1: Do you think it's plateauing or going down?
0: Uh, It's decreasing at the moment. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah.
1: So if you are out there selling your house, what are some things you can do to increase
0: the value without spending too much? First thing that you can do is street appeal. Okay. Street appeal is really, really important because it's the first impression. And buyers will make up their mind about your house within 27 seconds. What is Seriously? 27 That's seconds. That's amazing. Yeah. So there, as a real estate agent, there's lots of tricks and things that okay. we do in our toolkit. You've got to get them to the hero spot within that 27 seconds. Okay, yeah. So if you've gone past and they've looked at all the the other things before they get to the hero room or before okay. they get to the view or before they, get to whatever it is it's yeah. the the place where you need them to be you've really lost them because they've already made up their mind so what? a negative first impression doesn't matter what comes after yeah. that 27 second period Jeez. okay it, it can make a really big difference to whether they offer on the property or what value they offer on the property what are some
1: things that you see when you see really good curb appeal it's maintenance it's, yep okay it,
0: and 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 low maintenance, if that makes sense. Yeah, right, okay. So in other words, you know, like a picket fence that needs painting will be a negative. Yeah. So make sure that, you know, there's everything is nice and neat and tidy and yeah. that means all your edges, all your lawns. Okay. Colour is another thing. People oh, right, like okay. colour in the garden. Right. So, you know, if you've got pot plants with, you know, daffodils that are, are just about to flower oh, now. Oh, perfect, okay. So those kinds of things, even in winter you and can get And that's not colour. expensive, Right. Yeah. No, because especially if you're putting them in a pot, you can take the pot with you. Okay. <laughs> so yes. it doesn't it doesn't really cost you That's because true. you're taking the That's pot with you. It's not a fix you. to the land. <laughs> yeah. But painting the letterbox. Right, okay. Painting yep. the front door. Yep. Making sure that if you're going to the market and you've got a tree that loses its leaves, yep. then you may want to hold off.
1: Oh, wow. That's so... Right, I wouldn't have thought that far into it, but of course. So because if it's really messy, yeah.
0: Buyer's first impression, if they see a tree that's losing its leaves, they go, oh, that's a lot of work. Oh my goodness, It's not low maintenance. Wow. We're going to have to deal with that if we're interested in this property. Jeez. Have you got any tips and tricks for the house? I know a lot of people these
1: days do rent out furniture and stuff like that. Uh, Exactly. My auntie did it with her place in Melbourne and got a – better price she thought because she had the latest and greatest furniture in the house
0: absolutely it's something that i recommend for all of my clients wow all of them well all the ones who have vacant properties that don't have any furniture in it so you'd put that yep yeah because it can make a difference of depending on the property but average for the properties that i sell which is between the six and seven hundred eight hundred thousand kind of mark it can make a difference of twenty five to thirty thousand dollars wow okay and it would only cost somewhere between, you know, three thousand maybe two, two and a half, three thousand dollars to rent that furniture mm. in order to get that twenty to thirty thousand dollars back. What are some other tips inside? Would you always say if
1: the place was really run down, would you go the bare minimum of
0: painting it throughout and carpeting painting, it? Painting. Yep. Painting is one of the cheapest things that you can do. Yep. In fact, it's like a twelve hundred percent, you know, return on on your investment. Wow.
1: Okay. And yep. what what about uh, these paint colors that are going around at the moment? You know, everyone has grey. Is it good to keep those monochromatic themes happening? or Neutral is, colours are okay. always going to be better. Yeah, yeah. Right.
0: So the greys, you know, a true grey, um, blacks and whites and, yeah. uh, you know, just the neutral colours are really good. You can always accessorise with colour. Yeah. And the thing is that when a buyer comes into a room or a house, what you want them to do is visualise their own furniture in it. Yeah. So if they can visualise, oh, well, you've got pink or red cushions I've got blue and purple at home you know my my furniture is going to fit in here my color scheme is going to fit in here and I'm not going to have to do extra work so yeah, the right. neutral colors always work better okay always you can you can throw a rug down that's got color in it okay yeah things like that vases and so forth um, coming back to some other tips as yeah. well as to depersonalize your property right <laughs> and
1: you know so many people don't do that do they? <laughs> Well, so what is that taking down
0: all your photos? Wow, this is a, fam- that's amazing, isn't yeah. it? Okay, family right. photos. And I'll tell you the reason why yeah. is because when buyers walk into into a house yeah. and they see family photos, they want to know who lives there. Okay. So they're really intrigued about, oh, who's the people who live here? Right. Oh, you know, and they're looking at the photographs all the time. Okay. And then they walk out, they've done their open home, they drive away and they go, um, did the kitchen have a dishwasher? Did Oh,
1: I see. So it distracts. Mm, exactly. So it doesn't it's not in terms of that, that person thinking it's
0: someone else's home, no. so to speak. Okay. No, it's just human nature to gravitate towards faces. Okay. All so right. that's what we do as humans. Oh, okay. So when we walk into a place, we're looking at photographs and paintings and so forth with human faces in it. Oh okay that's what we like to do it's just a subliminal subconscious thing that we do Um, now what yeah. happens is they take up their time doing oh, that I See, and they, and they, they waste that 27 seconds they don't look at the house
1: yeah oh now I know um from a standpoint of my own experience when I walked into the house that I currently have the yard is too small uh it's on a very sloping block and uh there's very other many things about the house that aren't perfect but for some reason I fell in love with the house now what is going to make people fall in love with your house how do you well, get yeah. that to happen because that is really the key isn't it
0: so what to was it that you I fell in know. love with i don't do know. you remember
1: i'm not sure i think i th- they'd done a good renovation on the kitchen and it did look like out of a magazine i guess and i just thought oh, imagine living here sort of thing yeah and that's
0: yeah. and that's what we call marketing okay that's why marketing is the number one important thing when choosing your agent right okay marketing is the most important Every time I do an appraisal, there are two questions that come up all the time and that's really all that they're interested in. And that is, how much do you think you can sell my house for <laughs> and how much is it going to cost me? Yeah, right. But in reality, neither of those two things are the most important The most important thing is how are you going to market my property? What do we need to do in order to make it stand out from all the competition? Because when we go to the market, you don't go to the market in isolation. You go to the market in competition. Yeah. So you have to stand out from your competition.
1: Okay. And they've done it through... Uh, creating a kitchen that looks like it's out of a magazine essentially
0: what they did for you yeah. was they made it a motive you oh, okay, walked yeah. in and you felt yes something. yeah absolutely yeah people buy with feelings they do don't they yeah they buy with emotion yeah and then justify with logic so getting someone to fall in love with your house is basically yes. number one yes and that's why it's really important to get them to that hero place in the house, the part that's going to make them feel great and want it within that 27 seconds. This is the I Got It From My Mama podcast.